Only two things could get you through this, man. That's patience and persistence. Um, the, the genius thing that we did was we didn't give up. Checking in from the basement in five, four, three, two, one. Everybody, welcome to episode 23 of Checking In from the Basement. And can I just say I'm extremely excited to be back. So I have not done an episode in over a month. And uh mainly it's been because I didn't just wanna I didn't want to just uh force topics every week. So I needed time to, away from everything. Uh, podcast, uh, really just in general to get my mind clear, to figure out what was what. I needed space. <laughs> um, but what I can say in this last uh, in this last month or so is that so much has happened, so many different revelations. But before I even go further, I am obsessed with my intro to this podcast. And uh, let me just say, like, the biggest lessons that as an entrepreneur, you know, persistence and patience, persistence and patience. Like you have to go edit. Actually, let me just stop. I'm gonna just go ahead and play it again real quick because I love it and it's real. One second, guys. <laughs> Only two things could get you through this, man. That's patience and persistence. Whew, I just felt that. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. Okay, so... uh what's been going on so i think that i spoke about my journey into uh, mobile home investing and it has been full of a lot of highs um but so many more lows and i think that's what <clears throat> just the frame of mind that i'll use to kind of structure this episode um and so i've had so many close so many almost opportunities all the way down to like having conversations with owners, putting in offers, uh, a lot, honestly, meeting with park managers, actually developed, developing somewhat of a relationship, them giving me um, first dibs on a property, putting in offers, having them denied, just feeling like I've been given the runaround, feeling like I've been stalking park managers, sending out emails and driving through parks and not really seeing a lot of return on effort. Um, and I will say that it does something to you uh, to go through that process. And that's why, again, I had to replay like my intro, like patience and persistence, because what also starts to happen, and I think what starts to happen, what started happening to me is I just kind of started looking around and I'm looking at people who um, started with me and actually has flipped the home or whatever the case may be and just seems to have gotten a lot further. And one, I had to stop. And check myself, that whole comparison thing, I promise you, it will drive you crazy if you don't catch it. Um, and so just practicing in like day to day, just in general, just controlling my thoughts. And when it's something that is uh, not good and if it can shift my, my energy uh, negatively, then just learning to stop and catch it and just flip it in the moment. Um, so just having those lows really 
was like blow. And then, oh my God, July has probably been the toughest month for me. And this is my birthday month, right? So I'll be 30 in four days and uh, from now. So July 11, 7-11. And um, it's been the toughest month financially. I promise you, it's no joke. Uh, so I was subbing. You all know that I started subbing. And then obviously school is out. So there goes that money. And then you all know that I also bartend. So that's cool, but I hate it now. Like I'm over it. So it's more like forced. And I've just been doing like other odd things for money legal, of course. So like brand ambassador, um, brand ambassador, uh, bartending, and really just trying to figure it out. Uh, while I still was like trying to figure out like the whole mobile home real estate thing, I would just say that it's been tough. I'm not going to lie. Um, just trying to figure it out. And, and I guess for me, that's where this episode comes into play. Cause it's not all bad. There are a lot of lessons. So at the end of the day, you got to try to like force yourself to, to get the lesson so that you're not repeating mistakes. Right. And so one day this month, I was just kind of like driving in my car, feeling a bit defeated. And those days, they come and they go. Some days, you know, as an entrepreneur, you feel like you're on top of the world, maybe had like one little bit of good news and that was enough to last you for the day. For the day. Or some days you just don't. You feel like you don't know what's up or what's down, what's left or what's right. And so... um this particular day of this month, I was just like completely, I felt defeated, like depleted, no energy. I was just completely out of it. And honestly, I was just like, God, I'm not exactly sure what's going on here. Um, but at this point, if this life is not for me, then tell me something, tell me something. And I will go back to work, take this vision out of me. Like, I don't want to feel like a prisoner at work. Like I was feeling like, oh my God, so nothing's working out. And if I, I know that if I go back to work, I'll be miserable because I've always been miserable. So it's like, can you can give, throw me some type of line? Because if I go back to work, I just would like to not be miserable every day. Like take that out of me and, and just make me normal and make me okay with, you know, going back to work and just living that kind of life. And I will be perfectly fine, you know? Um, Cause I'm just like, at this point, I am completely, I'm just confused. I feel like I'm at step one. I feel like I'm, you know, I've been in entrepreneurship full time about, it'll be, when did I launch? I think I launched this podcast in August, like August 3rd or something. So we'll be coming up on a year. And I feel like, you know, at that time, I just felt like I'm at step one. Like I'm at the beginning. I feel like I don't know <laughs> what I'm doing, what's happening, what's going on and what's happening, right? Um, I'm watching people around me uh, excel. And again, that's like one of those things you got to stop. So that particular day, I was just like asking God to just make me normal. <laughs> make me normal. Make me okay. Just allow me to be okay with being normal. And um, this was actually July 1st. And not immediately, but... You eventually, 
um, later on that day or maybe early the next day, I just, it just kind of like hit me like, just start again. Like you have to start again. So with the mobile home investing, I literally decided like, I'm going to start over from zero. And this time around, I am going to be a bit more organized. So I spent the day teaching myself Excel. Anybody who knows me knows that organization is just not a strong point of mine and especially not Excel just because, yeah, no. Um, so I spent the day exploring Excel, um, just learning different things, creating a spreadsheet, literally listing out uh, mobile homes, devising a plan, and just every day forcing myself to knock something off the list, right? But it, again, the biggest message and the message of this podcast specifically is sometimes you have to start from the beginning to move forward. Like, so it's not, there's nothing wrong with starting again, right? So maybe the first time you started, it was rushed. Maybe you missed, you didn't pay attention to detail and you missed a lot of the small things. And so the second time around, you're going back with the notion of uh, slowing down and, and being more detail oriented. For me, it's slowing down and being more organized and setting more systems into place as I go, as opposed to just going with the flow and winging it. Um, but it's never too late to start again. And as I'm approaching 30, I think this that that statement for me, it means so much more because, because at 30, I just saw myself being in a completely different space in life. And so, and, and I've always felt this way since, a, since I was a teenager. And so how ironic would it be that at 29, I would be starting over professionally, like all together. And I think that I'm in a space now where I've just accepted the fact that I have to start over, right? Um, literally just accepted that fact, like maybe this month and seeing the beauty in starting over right um so it's just it's never too late and even it doesn't matter like how deep in a situation you are if you feel like you need to stop and go back then stop and go back i think a lot of the fear comes from that idea of dang if i stop and go back now i'm pushing my timeline back and i think what god has also shown me is that that's a joke as well I, you know, at the end of the day, things are going to happen when they're supposed to divine timing. And I've had to accept that all of these timelines, all of these by when date hard dates that I was just like unwilling to compromise with. Those are the things that produced so much anxiety and so much like, oh my God, there's no way I can stop and go back. I got to keep going no matter what, because I got to meet this deadline. And Life has just shown me in this last year or so, but more specifically this month, that the goal is to to get there, right? And if it takes you five do-overs, 10 do-overs, if you get it on the first try, that's great. But sometimes you might have to stop and start again. And so the goal is to make it there. And that's what I'm focusing on now. I'm focusing on making it there. And if it means starting over, I'm okay with that. Um, as long as I get there, <laughs> as long as the end goal is I, I, I reach that level of success. And so it never being too late to start again, um, 
yeah, it's it's definitely put me in a different headspace. I feel like I've gotten so much more accomplished in just this month, and it's only the seventh than I have not all year, but in the last few months. Because being in a, a bad headspace can also, you know, cause you to just to not be as productive. So yes, um, you know, starting again and just applying that to everything that I do. If I have a bad work day, like if I wake up, because some days I feel like I'm not being productive enough and that can put you in a funk, you know what I mean? But feeling like the moment from the moment I acknowledge it, it's not too late to restart my day, right? So if it's three o'clock and I realize I haven't been productive, productive, then instead of saying, you know what? I'm going to just finish this day out and start tomorrow. I literally start from that moment. And so just applying that whole idea of it's never too late to start again or to start from the beginning to every aspect of my life. If I'm not being productive, literally the moment I think about it, I try to switch gears instead of putting it off. Because even though it's three o'clock, it's four o'clock, it's five o'clock, even though half of the day is gone, the whole day is not gone. And so it's not too late to start over. Um, and, and, and even taking that mindset into uh, just peace and just being happy throughout the day. Let me tell y'all something. So this is a real funny story, but not funny. So one day, this is last month, maybe uh, the towards like the end of that month. So I'm at the gym. Now the day already started off bad. This is story time. The day already started off bad because I woke up, my account was in a negative. So I woke up feeling, and the first thing is I should have never looked at my my phone first thing in the morning without, you know, giving thanks, just giving it a second, reading my, my word of the day. But I woke up, I had my notifications comes to my phone, phone was in the neck, my uh, account was in the negative. And so now I'm like immediately blown from the moment I opened my eyes. Right. So I wake up, counts in the negative. Now I'm thinking, dang, I got to figure out how to get it out of the negative. Because if you're with Chase, you know, you get hit with a penalty at midnight if your account is in a negative. An additional, I think, like thirty six dollars. And that literally keeps going until you get it out of the negative. And so you would really hate to have to to owe an extra thirty six dollars from five. Right. So woke up to that and I decided, you know what, I'm going to go to the gym so that I can blow off some steam and so that I can also figure this out. I feel like I get a lot of good ideas when I'm at the gym um, so, and it usually shifts my mood um, and I feel more creative and optimistic and all of those things. So I'm like, let me go to the gym. I go to the gym. I kid you not. I run into a person that uh, I knew from uh, my teenage years. I'm being polite. I'm speaking. And this particular person generally hoops, it's a female, and you know, I play basketball as well. So I'm thinking, you oh, are you about to hoop? And you know, she's like, no, uh, I don't have my stuff. I said, oh, you about to go home and grab your stuff? She was like, I don't know, I might hoop, whatever, whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, if you hoop, long story short, if you hoop, you know, when, once I'm done working out, I'll come down and hoop too, or whatever. So that was great, right? Real quick. So then... I go start my workout and it's leg day. So I'm starting with leg press and I'm, I got my ratchet music going, probably listening. I was probably listening to some Meg, right? And all I know is I 
I see this person walking up by my station, which is fine because maybe, I don't know, actually. I don't know what I was thinking, but what I know is the next thing is this person literally sat down right beside me and immediately my my blood just started boiling because I'm like, I'm really hoping that she's not about to follow me while I'm working out because that's going to irritate me or why, you know what I mean? So then the next thing I know is I feel a tap and she's like... I like your hair color because I just dyed my hair is a little lighter and I couldn't believe it. Honestly, I didn't even acknowledge the first tap because I'm just like, there's absolutely no way that I'm being tapped right now. <laughs> I'm being tapped right now in the middle of my set. So after a couple of taps, I look over, she says she likes my hair and I'm like, okay, thank you. Right. And then I just go back to work. Now I'm real short because I got an attitude. And then she taps me again. I'm now I'm just like blown away, right? And so she's like, watch my jacket. She goes down the stairs, gets a Gatorade, comes back, and then literally just sits down beside me as I fit, finish these sets. And now I can't even focus because I'm pissed, right? So then I'm just like, you know what? I have to go. So I got up, left the leg press area, went over to um, the area to squat. And what do you know? This person comes over to that area too. And it's like dancing in the mirror, listening to music, like in another world. And I am hot. I'm livid, right? But we're also in public. So I'm just like trying to ignore it, but it's bothering me, right? So I just decide to go to the end, to the end uh, where I can do squats at another cage or whatever. So I go to the end. So there's like three, if you can Im Im imagine this, it's like uh, three areas. I was at one end. I decided to skip the middle and go to the other end because in the middle was another lady working out. And so I had to go to the end, which was fine. So I get up, go to the end. And um, what do you know? That same person literally went to the middle where I just told you there's somebody else working out, right? Doing deadlifts. And she's like dancing in the mirror, but it's still next to mine. So I'm like, I can't even squat because at this point, I'm just like ready to go in. So then I go all the way across the gym to the other, like the far corner where I'm by myself because I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to try to do deadlifts here, right? And so I honestly, y'all, I would just be god darn if this girl did not follow me there. And I mean, this whole time, we're not conversing. She's not talking to me. I'm not talking to her. She's literally just like following me. And I could not understand it for the life of me. If I'm being honest, I'm like, she has to be rolling or something because there's no way nobody, anybody in their right mind could do this. So... Anyway, I'm going to speed this up because I promise you there, <laughs> there's a point. Um, so anyway, I'm like livid and I can't do anything at this point. My mind is completely now. Now, let me stop to tell you. Remember, I went to the gym to clear my mind so that I could figure out, you know, how I was going to make some money for the day, like what I was going to do. So imagine, imagine how frustrating and how frustrated I was being in that position where now I can't even focus on working out or thinking or anything because I'm so focused on how pissed off I am that this person is following me. So then I go downstairs. I'm like, you know what? It's time for me to go. Now, I neglected to mention that this person had on like jeans, like boots, a big jacket, and it's, it was hot. 
So in my mind, I'm thinking, you know what? I'm just going to go to the bathroom and then I'm going to the steam room because I just don't believe that this person will follow me to the steam room, right? And um, at this point, I'm also texting my friend like, bruh, I'm, I'm about to go in. Like, I'm about to go crazy. And I'm explaining it. And even be, and I think me explaining it to someone else, like the thought of it made me more mad. Like it, all of it, everything just worked together to piss me off. I promise. So I go to the bathroom and she didn't follow me in the bathroom. So I'm thinking on my way out. Okay, cool. I'm good. And I would just be darn if she wasn't right there waiting. Right. So then I like hightail it to the steam room. And I go in the steam room because I'm very confident that she would not come into the steam room. I promise you all, I wish I was making this up. And I'm not. And literally, like two minutes later, the door opens. <laughs> it's her. She has on all these clothes still. And so she was literally like, "Woo, it's hot. And closed the door. I, when I tell y'all, I was ready to like <laughs> lose my mind. And so... Needless to say, I got out the steam room, got my stuff together, and I left. Now, so much for the workout. Now I'm livid, right? I'm so mad about what happened. I'm talking about it. I'm telling my friend, which is making me more upset. I'm mad about the fact that I woke up and my account was in the negative. And now I got to take my granny to Walmart so that she can get a phone. And I really don't feel like doing it because I'm not in the mood, right? But I can't tell granny no. So I go get granny. We go to the hood Walmart which is fine, but I have to mention that because this it, this goes into what happens next. Now, my coworker was at a nail salon, not like around the corner from the Walmart, so she asked me to pick her up some wine from the Walmart and bring it to her, and I'm like, okay, that's fine. So in the process of me trying to buy the wine, this guy, this older guy, he's like looking at my ID and my dog has bitten my ID. So it is a little, and you know, they make the IDs paper thin now. So it was a little ripped. And But I've had my ID for literally over a year like this. Never been turned around. No, nobody has ever said anything, right? This particular day, the guy looks at my ID and he's like, we can't accept this because it's ripped. Do you have any other? And literally... I just, at that point, couldn't, I gave this man a hand, like, just stop talking to me, <laughs> which was the rudest thing. And I'm not this way to people, especially people who work in customer service, because I've worked in customer service and I completely understand the struggle. But this particular day, everything had been working against me. Everything had been worked in that moment led up to me just being like, bro, talk to the hand because <laughs> I don't want to hear you. I will be 30 in literally a month. And I have never, I have traveled out the country. I have not had one person stop me about this dang ID. And I'm sitting here with my 70, do you think I would try to buy alcohol underage and I got my granny and she's stuck? You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing here? So needless to say, he ended up calling his uh, boss who was not black might I add, and he looked at my ID and he was like, yeah, you know, they are making them kind of thin these days. Uh, we'll, we'll let you slide this time, but um, you should definitely look into getting a new ID. I said, I will on July 11th when I have to, after I turned 30, like I had the worst attitude. It was really, really bad. Every time I think about it, I feel bad. I feel like going back up there um, and, and apologizing to the initial guy. Cause I realized that he was really just doing his job. We're in, you know, the hood, you probably get young kids all the time who try to come with fake IDs. And so 
in my rational state of mind, I completely understand that at that particular time, I was completely over, okay, everything. After I dropped my granny off, I still had a whole half a day left. I had to go do an event. Um, and I stopped, literally stopped and decided to start again. I decided that the rest of my day was going to be good and that I was going to be happy. And I decided that I was going to stop talking about the gym situation that day. I was going to not, I was going to stop talking because of course I had to tell somebody about the Walmart situation too, because I was completely blown, but I had to stop entertaining that energy, literally decided that I was going to start again, start that day again from that moment. And I was going to be happy. And when I tell you the second half of my day was amazing, it was amazing. It started out with me going to White Castle's and the guy cracking a joke and it was corny, but I la- I decided to laugh. Right. And then just everything after that, interacting with people and my whole day changed. And so this whole concept of it's never too late to start again, like it literally can apply to everything, especially business, but your day to day, like when you have a bad day, this, the moment you acknowledge that everything's just terrible, the moment you acknowledge that, deciding that from that moment, you're going to stop and think differently or stop and entertain only positive energy. Stop talking about the bad things that happen because all it does is works you up and makes you more upset. So it never being too late to start again, literally, I've just been applying that to my day, right? Just applying it to my day and and then not feeling bad for the things that I allow to happen uh, earlier or the, or the same thing with business, not feeling bad for um, not being more organized when I started out. And just deciding to focus on the now and starting over and what I can do better moving forward, right? Because a lot of the other thing is we get so hung up on what we didn't do, what we should have done, what we allowed to happen that it stifles us because we just get caught up. We get stuck there and it and, and it really messes with our energy and that in turn impacts our attitude and that in turn impacts our productivity. And so just deciding that when I make, whenever I make the decision to stop and start again, that I, that also means that I'm releasing and letting go of anything else that happened before that. And I'm not allowing anything else that happened before that to impact my mood, my energy, um, or my productivity, period. You know what I'm saying? So stop and start again, whatever it is, you can apply it to fitness or eating well, you know, people go on their streaks where they eat well for five days. And then the moment they mess up, it's like, dang, okay, well, I can't start in the middle of the week. So I'm gonna wait until Monday, which means that in between the time that they messed up and until Monday, they're eating bad, which is just really, really them developing, you know, that bad habit, redeveloping that bad habit. And it's like, nope, the moment you eat bad in that day, understand that the whole day is not, has not gone to waste. So that means that if you were, for whatever reason, slipped up and ate something bad, that's cool. Stop from that moment. Like after you finish that, okay, cool. Stop. And then decide for the rest of the day, you'll eat well. You know what I mean? So stopping and starting again, it applies to everything, but it has been, um, extremely key this month for me in terms of business. I just decided that I'm not giving up, um, 
I feel like I have been, you know, given a runaround. I feel like I've been so close and then it fell through and I decided that I'm just going to stop and I'm going to start all the way over. Maybe there was something that I missed. Um, definitely wasn't organized. So I definitely want to make sure I incorporate that this time around and see how it goes. And if that doesn't work out, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stop and I'm going to start from the beginning again. Uh, and, and that's what you have to do. Just stop and start over. Stop and start over. If you're having a bad day, stop. Now, obviously, you can't go back to the beginning of the day, but you can start from that point and start over, right? If you ate bad, stop after you're done because you already probably paid for it. And if you're an entrepreneur, you really don't have a whole lot of money to uh, go to waste so or to waste. So after that, stop and then decide to do better moving forward. So stopping and starting again. That has probably been like the the most, I don't know, that's probably been the biggest lesson that I've learned not only this month or this particular year, but my entire journey, entrepreneurial journey. So this whole, these last uh, 300 and something days, 60 something days, uh, that has probably been the biggest lesson. Stopping, starting again, and then also not um, crucify myself for the things that happened before I st- decided to stop and start again. Right. So hopefully this, is, this helped you. Um, I do. I, I think I said this last episode that I plan to be more consistent, but this time around, I really do plan to be more consistent. I'm stopping and starting with this episode and we'll move forward. Right. Um, so next week, next Friday or Sunday, whichever day works out, Uh, I'm going to finally release the episode that I recorded with Miss Illinois. At this point, it's like a month overdue, but uh, I'm excited. I think that she dropped so many jewels. Can't wait to share it with you all. In the meantime, thank you so much for tuning in. It feels good to be back and practice stopping and starting again this week. Practice stopping and starting again in business, in fitness, in day-to-day, like whatever it is, stop, start again, and don't crucify yourself. These are words that I have to tell myself every single day. So while y'all are practicing it, I'm going to wake up and make sure I'm, you know, practicing it as well. So thanks for checking. Oh, oh my God. How can I forget this? So Here's the other thing. I'm not checking in from the basement today. Just thought about this too. And, and I only just thought about it because I was going to say, thanks for checking in from me, with me. Da, da, da. So the other thing is I won't be checking in from the basement for a really long time because my granny's basement flooded. And now we're in the process of throwing everything out because everything has, of course, molded. And that has been a process all in itself. That whole, if it's not one thing, it's another uh, type situation. And yeah, so right now I'm just, uh, checking in from the living room, (laughs) but I digress. So again, thank you for checking in with me. I will see you all or speak to you all or check in with you all next week after I'm 30. I'm excited for next week's guest and to share the information. Uh, I will be checking in with you all next week. (laughs) 